Welcome to the Church of Christ podcast. My name is Levi Christ. I am an actor, recording artist, and licensed spiritual practitioner. Each week I seek to provide practical spiritual principles to help you get tangible results on your way to radical self-improvement. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's take it to church. Welcome to the Church of Christ podcast. This is your old pal, Levi. Um, In week two of quarantine, as we are all dealing with something that is unprecedented, there's nothing that is such an equalizer as the circumstances we are currently in right now. It's amazing. I mean, across the board, whoever you are, so many of us are finding ourselves in a place of financial uncertainty. Some of us being able to make it to the end of the month, some of us not being able to make it to the end of the week. Um, Just having the rug pulled out from under us by something that is impacting individuals on a global basis. How are you doing? How are you doing? I wanted to suspend the conversation, uh, the pre-planned conversation in this series to just sort of sit here with a cup of coffee, no planned, (laughs) no uh, pre-outlined podcast, but to just simply check in with you all and maybe share some of my ideas and in, in hoping that they will help you uh, stay positive and stay intentional with what your experience is of this. Um, first and foremost, how many of you guys saw the live Broadway stream that Rosie O'Donnell did a couple of days ago? Seeing some of my uh, Broadway compadres joining uh, Rosie online, a lot of them talking about uh, what their experience is. Patty Lapone was talking to Rosie about what her experience was regarding this whole situation, and uh, I really loved what she said. She said, "You know what? I'm taking time to." I mean, I'm paraphrasing, by the way. I'm not quoting her. I'm taking time to nurture myself. I turn the news on for a few moments in the morning, and then I turn it off. And I don't have the TV on the rest of the day. I might check in at night for 15 minutes or so to catch myself up, and then I turn it off. And the rest of the day, I'm going on a walk. I'm reading a book. I'm connecting with people that I love. I'm intentionally... Surrounding myself with activities that are nurturing, that are positive. Yeah, I, I, li- I really liked that because it's been my goal too. You know, I have been very careful to not consume the narrative and to not become emotionally invested uh, in the delivery of facts. So, for instance, if I'm watching anything trying to, on television or YouTube, trying to see what the new, uh, what the, what, how things are evolving, I've made a commitment to myself, and maybe this is helpful to you guys, I've made a commitment to myself that at any time, if what I am watching appears to have an investment in my emotional response... If what I'm watching, if if the person talking to me appears to have an investment in my opinion or my emotional response, I turn it off. 
I, I think that's why I've been going just like to the cdc.gov. I think that's the right URL. And just to get the simple facts, because it's so important for you and I to set an intention in what our experience is right now and not become emotionally uh, manipulated. And it's really hard to avoid that. And as, as creators of our own experience, I find it imperative that we filter what we're putting in. The, the first advices that I would give, I'd, I would run with Patty LuPone and I would say, you know, take a few moments to stay updated and then, and then shut off and turn on to something that feels good. Turn on to something that feels good. Spend most of your day in activities that elevate you, that make you feel good, that make you proud, you know, that maybe advance a particular area of your life. Um, and number two, I, I, I just am really determined to not let a narrative that is emotionally manipulating me or that is sensationalizing or that is appears to be invested in winning my opinion over about something. I cannot. I need absolute cold, unemotional information because it's so important what you put into yourself. So, I mean, I can imagine many of you, and this was me too until about three days ago, where you just leave CNN on the whole time. You just like, you need to know the information. You need to see what's going on. You And I was just hanging on every new headline. People, that's not healthy, and it's obsession. You're obsessing with the narrative and stop. Because if you are falling apart at the end of the day, like a couple of friends of mine are, then you need to stop being invested in the narrative. You get to choose what your perspective is. You get to choose what your experience is. Own that power. Own that power and stop allowing emotionally charged narratives to impact your experience right now. I just think that you need to guard yourself. Take care of your mind. Take care of your heart. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just very, very meticulous right now about protecting myself. Protecting myself. Um, I was thinking about this uh, today. Um, When we make changes in our life, when we invite great transformative moments in our life, uh, and, and personalize this, I know some of you know, there's been some powerfully transformative moments in your life where you literally were deconstructing who you were and rebuilding that up to who you became. Congratulations, by the way. That's never a pleasant experience. (laughs) It's painful. It's challenging. It's hard to let go of familiar. It's hard to embrace unfamiliar. But in life, we have those moments now and then. And we know what that's like. And in that moment of transformation, when we're moving into that space of who we are becoming... Oftentimes, it's tempting to fall back onto the old pain body, that pain body, that, that, that old energy field that knows the old self so well, and that pain body carries sometimes old habits, old ideas, old noise into what our experience is in the becoming. Interesting, huh? 
this is how I see what we are going through collectively. I think back onto one of Obama's speeches, his first term when I was writing songs based on his speeches and I was touring around and supporting him, uh, where we were saying we are the change we've been waiting for. So many of us, most of us, have been crying for change for years, for years. So be careful what you wish for, is what I would say. Because in order to have an experience of something that is new, that is up-leveled, that is more effective, impactful, and expanded, the old has to die. And death is exactly what it is. (laughs) It's death. And I don't think that there is a woman on the face of this planet who would tell you that birthing a child does not hurt. (laughs) You know? Nature itself expresses a constrictive energy before an expansive energy. If you think of how a star is created, a star is this intense constriction of gases that, and heat, and just to the point where it cannot hold that intensity any longer, and it explodes into this brilliant, beautiful star. I could probably sit here and provide you with countless examples in nature where nature's intelligence creates new forms, new experiences, new life through a constrictive experience. Now, mind you, I like using the word constrictive because I don't like calling judgments about it. We are so quick to demonize pain and call it a bad thing. We're so quick to demonize this this constrictive experience of life and not realize that it is just a passage into something that is seeking to emerge through us. Well, there's obviously something seeking to emerge through us collectively, um, globally. And I like considering that it's, you know, I, I, I feel like I can keep that in perspective when I likened it to my personal experiences, right? Where I'm like, well, I know that transition was difficult and that old pain body comes back. There's a lot of global pain body going on right now that I think is, is part of the chaos, is part of the anxiety. If you, so here's my challenge to you. Can you own the fact that you have been asking for change on this planet for how many years? Number two, realize that any transformative experience, there must be a deconstruction of the old and that that is not necessarily a pleasant experience. Okay. So can you also own the fact that this might be what we are globally experiencing? Be empowered by the the knowledge that things are deconstructing and making space for something new, something better, something greater, something up-leveled, something expansive for the planet, for society, for us. That's a positive way to look at any change in your life personally, you know? But again, the experience of birthing something new is 
an intense experience. It is my hope and it is my commitment to see this moment that we're in through those eyes. It is also my job as a spiritual being to go one step further and to visualize what I want this planet to experience next week, next month, later this year, in three years from now, in four years from now, in 10 years from now. You know, I just start creating in your mind the world that that you envision for us. Uh, I think it was Michael Bernard Beckwith uh, who said something to the effect of, one powerful positive thought cancels out a hundred thousand negative thoughts. Now, um, thoughts are thoughts. They're just creative entities, right? They're just the beginning of creation. Um, but where we are right now, the point is we should be mindful of the visions that we're holding for the planet, for our fellow man, for our government, for society right now. Hold, be for something and hold out a vision that is love, that is health and wholeness and abundance and prosperity. And uh, those positive thoughts mean something. They are actually a vibration that affects the planet. It is a prayer. It is impacting the situation. Though a lot of people want to be pessimistic about prayer and not realize that that um, a powerfully positive thought or a word spoken with great authority, knowing that your word is a creative entity and that it has creative power and you declare it to be, that is a vibration that impacts the planet. Take responsibility of that. Take ownership of that participate in what this new emergence is all about and stop the negativity. This is the creation of something different, the creation of something new. Hold your power, hold your authority, be a spiritual being that knows its power to contribute to the expansion that is seeking to emerge. Y'all, we got to think bigger. We got to see the bigger picture spiritually. And from that space, Refuse to forfeit our power over to anxiety. Refuse to forfeit our power over to fear. And refuse to allow the narrative to control us. You get to choose your own personally designed narrative, your experience, your perspective. You get to choose that. You get to choose that. And it should be, I challenge you, to be based first and foremost on spiritual principles. And we know as a spiritual principle that the universe inherently, fundamentally with the universe, only knows to support itself. The intelligence that is within every cell of our body, the intelligence that is within every cell of all life, only knows to requalify itself to a state of wholeness at all times. The universe itself only knows expansion, abundance, prosperity, love, joy, life. 
it knows how to care for itself. And therefore, the fact that we are not separate from that life and the intelligence within every cell of our body knows how to requalify us to a state of wholeness at all times, to requalify our mind to a state of serenity, our bodies to a state of health, our finances to a state of prosperity. There is no area of our life that will not bow to this truth when we declare it to be. You guys, I have just decided to have a blast with my off time here. You know, um, as many of you all know, I was uh, on my way to Houston to be uh, my first leading role in a musical that is seems just perfect for me, and that has been canceled. I was also in the third and final callbacks for a musical on the B-Way, and that's just stalled. Um, my appearances, all my appearances were canceled, and uh, I have nothing on the books for the rest of the year, oh Lord. Uh, however, listen, I am so aware that I'm not alone, and I just kind of want to maybe in this podcast with uh, artists and actors or those of you who, I mean, even beyond the hospitality I think it's so important to remind myself and you guys of the law of circulation. The law of circulation, this is just a, this is a law that uh, along with the law of attraction is spoken of in a lot of um, various circles of spirituality. Um, Please be reminded that the law of circulation must circulate. It must it must give and receive constantly. And while we may not currently see how that is going to take form in our life without jobs on the books, know that what we need fundamentally, the universe is fully aware. The universe is fully aware that what we need is always and forever taken care of. And to the degree that we are willing to allow that infinite support, that infinite supply, that law of circulation that only knows to flow good into our lives, the the more we choose that vibration, the more those opportunities get to flow to us, the more synchronicity works on our behalf and things just fall into place. So, if you are dealing with financial stress, um, uh, please know that, and I love the Bible verse, that if, if the birds of the air do not worry where their next meal comes from, if the lilies of the field are taken care of, how much more shall my Father in heaven take care of you? So I love that from just a, from a metaphysical principle. You can't show me anything in nature that is not provided for. You are not separate from nature. You fundamentally are an expression of a life, an intelligence that only knows to support itself. However, you're a creative being, so the more that you focus on not having, the universe is so wonderful. It says, your wish is my command, and therefore you not have. The more that you focus on having, the more you focus on opportunities, the more you focus on the spiritual principle of opulence, of abundance, that the universe only knows to support itself. And the more you remind yourself of that, the more you can vibrate there and be in alignment with your own God self, your own divinity, and operate from that place. 
the more you're just allowing opportunities to come through you. Remember, the universe only says, your wish is my command. Your wish is my command. And what we focus on expands. What we focus on is what we're creating. So what do you want to focus on during this time? Right. A lot of interesting, a lot of good, a lot of good points that are helping me. I, I hope that uh, this sort of motivates you as well to be really intentional with what your experience is here uh, currently in this quarantine and that you get to sort of lead the way in your day to choose to feel good, to do things that are nurturing, to spend times with your loved ones, to turn off anything that is emotionally charging you, get the facts, move on, give space to your mental health, okay? Because it's just simply unhealthy to obsess about the narrative. And also I challenge you to just lean in to what you see in nature all around you. That intelligence that is undeniable. You cannot you cannot refute the fact that nature knows how to support itself and you are not separate from that. And so everything, whatever it is that you are feeling separate from, insist on the spiritual truth of who you are. Insist that there is a pattern of perfection within you. There is a creative life force that is within you that uses the laws of this beautiful system of intelligence you're not separate from it. Use it. Use it right now. It's so easy to be spiritual when things are going good. We always discover who we really are in the moments of adversity. We always discover what we really believe in the moment of adversity. So now is the time to acknowledge that your belief in limitation may be stronger than your belief in a fundamental support of the universe. And that's okay. That's totally okay. It's information and it shows you, shows me when it comes up, where we do the work. So welcome the self-awareness in this time too. Take note of it. Take note of it and then ask yourself, are you willing to change that fundamental agreement with limitation and maybe make an agreement that feels better? (laughs) Um, I'm going to come back next week, tell you how I'm doing, give you my thoughts once again, but I really want to hear what your experience is right now. And I don't mean in a sense of complaining. Because we have a responsibility to bring an energy of gratitude, bring an energy of positivity, bring an energy that is constructive. Again, this entire podcast is I want practical spiritual principles that give us tangible results. This means that we're aware of our actions, right? That we that we are doing things, that we don't just pray and sit back and wait for some Santa Claus to give us a thing. We move our feet, right? And that's what this is all about. What are you doing? What are you moving your feet on that is actually making this experience a little better for you? I 
Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast so that I can come to you every week. And of course, I am at Levi Christ on all socials. And uh, my most positive thoughts of love and light are with all of you right here, right now. We have overcome greater things as a country and as a planet. We will get through this and we will be moved I believe, by what is revealed through this strange deconstruction of the old and the emergence of the new. Get to visioning. We need you to contribute vibrationally in a positive, positive way because you are a powerful creative being and don't you ever forget it. Don't you ever forget who you are fundamentally. Love you guys. Talk to you next week. I'll talk with you next week.